Welcome back to the Devin Kershaw Show. This is Nat Hers with Faster Skier. This is a very quick update. No frills, no sound effects, no ads, but there was some big news in the Norwegian camp, a little bit of stuff we forgot in uh, yesterday's podcast. So we're just going to hit you with 20 minutes of Devin and me, and then we'll be back in a couple days. So here's Devin. We got to give credit where credit's due. We went on this huge Diggins rant and then, uh, not rant, but I mean, that's, you got to give the, you got to feed the beast. People want to hear our thoughts on Diggins and they want to hear our thoughts on how bad the production was. Cause it was legendarily bad. Um, but there was some, there was kind of some highlights we missed. And I, when you were texting me last, well, I went to sleep because it was late, but like when I read it in the morning, I'm like, man, that was a miss we really shouldn't have done. So I think we, you know, we got to give some props to it because like this whole story is amazing. And, and, you know, we get a lot of emails and I think, you know, our legions of Latvian fans, if we don't address this, uh, they're going to be, it's probably hard for them to get over here, but they're going to be on your doorstep for sure. Um, it's just a hop, quick hop, skip and a jump over there to Oslo Lillehammer. So, um, yeah, so I, um, you know, this is, uh, we got some big, I'm sure you got some important gastrointestinal things to, to deal with from a medical, uh, you know, doctor standpoint. Um, I've, I've got some important utility issues that I'm working on. So the clock, yeah. the clock is ticking, clock Devin, is ticking. 45. Yeah, no, we're just going to, we're going to hit this super quick. And I mean, I'm, but I'm glad that you did text this to me because the whole Iduka story is so fun to follow. And the fact that She's under 23. She's born in 2000. She's 22 years old. And she moved up. Wait, so um, we, let's, we, we got to move. So we just got a Patricia Duca Lapian athlete. That's my introduction. Right. Continue. Yes. No, no, no. And, and, you know, we've been singing her praises here and there, but sparringly. And I think that's a huge mistake, actually, because she's been wearing the under 23 leader bib at times of the season. And this race that she put through down. Uh, yesterday to finish fifth was a huge breakthrough and no it's not on the podium but what she did out there and she was closing in hard she was not far off the calvo and um and in this vang train just ahead and i just wanted to say congrats to the the british team that's been supporting her um like Jostein and uh, Hans, like they've done an amazing job, but it's not just the team staff around them, although that helps, of course. But the fact that we have some athletes like Iduka out there slaying like this is so good for the sport. And this is part of the reason why I've been loving the women's field so much this whole season, last season as well, but this season especially. And I can't believe we didn't mention it. So massive congratulations to the whole team behind the team her family and i think it's so cool that a young athlete from latvia is not only posting great results but she's an amazing athlete to cheer for so for all those legions of fans i hope uh i hope you can rally behind this young talent and let's see how she can do i mean she looks so good in that race that that that, that final climb i mean of course the classic sprint tomorrow is gonna be tough but but the 10K Classic isn't isn't the worst for her, although she is a bit better in skating and, and up the final climb. Like, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? And here's the thing. Who's going to even end up on the final climb, Nat? Because that's why we're also doing an emergency pod. Oh, my good God. It's happening again. 
Can yeah. you tell us what's happening again? I, I, you know what? I can't because I rolled out of bed this morning, uh, went to early morning ultimate frisbee, and was at a series of meetings. So you're gonna, you're gonna have to enlighten. I'm gonna, us, I'm gonna enlighten the fans at home that aren't bombarded by Norwegian media, pulling them away from what they really should be doing. Which, thank God, I'm moving away from GI, and I'm just elbows deep in um, leg anatomy and knee anatomy and dissection preparation and that sort of stuff, which is actually super fun. So I'm thrilled to be in the ortho side of things right now. Um, but the fact of the matter is, who is not thrilled, the Norwegian ski team is running scared right now, as they should be. And I can't believe we're still talking about this years and years later. Big news. Anna Shirstikalvo, who is a phenomenal athlete and has been so fun, like the big, big, not surprise, but like a real breakout athlete this season. And there's no better athlete to cheer for. Like we've talked forever about uh, how I feel about uh, Anna Shirsty. She's, she's an amazing athlete. Technique's great, but also, you know, she's 30 years old here and, and racing to the top five almost every weekend. She was sitting third in the overall cup, sorry, third in the overall tour standings, finished fourth yesterday after a tough day. I thought her skis looked pretty bad. We talked about that already yesterday. She tested positive for COVID because the Norwegian ski team has these COVID protocols where everyone has to be tested before they move on to the next venue. And instead of traveling on to Val de Fiem, she's now going back to Trondheim, COVID positive. And the same thing happened at the pre-camp in Sizeram last year when everything went to shit for Heidi Vang and uh, Anna Schirstikalvo and Seaman Kruger. So I'm gutted for her. I, I think this is horrendous. And then you, then you just, I look back and I watched the races again and saw some of the finish line photos and that sort of thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're hugging each other at the finish line. She's giving Frida Carlson a big hug. They're talking super close after your immune system's at its lowest point. You've just raced and gone to the basement. She was roommates with Lotta and Tyrell Vang through the whole Christmas period. And then she's been roommates with Tyrell now, like, Oh my, this, this could turn into a huge disaster for the Norwegian squad. So let's all cross our Not fingers. Not just for the Norwegian squad, right? Like, I mean, for the whole tour to ski, like what, what do you do if like the top three athletes, maybe, maybe Diggins has a chance. Diggins wins the <laughs> overall world cup. Think about it guys. So the American fans are just like pulling out the USA, USA chance. And honestly, it could be, I hope it doesn't get to be like that because ugh, I mean, I hope for Diggins sake that she just crushes and just dominates the next few stages. Don't get me wrong, but no one wants to win in it like this. And I, there's a lot of fear now in the Norwegian camp as there should be. And it started with uh, Shirola Svarstad, the new head coach of the Norwegian women's program, who has kind of been one of the architects of this resurgence out of nowhere of the women's program. And he went down early in the tour, had to go home with a positive COVID test. But then there wasn't much action until we learned a bit more. Of course, Calvo today, but... Nienga too, dude. Nienga left saying that he felt bad. We talked about this. We didn't talk about it at length on the air, but you and I talked about this. Like Nienga, great classic skier, struggling hard in a 10K classic that suits him. Like it's a flatter course. That suits his strengths big time and put up a stinker. Got back to Norway. COVID test, PCR, what's it say? COVID positive. You know who his roommate was? Seaman Kruger. So one of the big favorites to 
to take the tour to ski, like could take the, I mean, the biggest favorite is Johannes, but, but honestly, if Kruger is within like a minute of Klebo, yeah, he, he's a, him, Shudata and, um, and Tonseth, like these are the, the light guys with high VO2 maxes, Holland too, although Holland's going to really struggle in the sprint. Whereas like Tonseth and Kruger could make the, the, could make the semis on an insane day, probably not, but they, they could make the quarters. And now Kruger is sitting in the, could be in the same position. Like he's sitting there going like, oh my God, two days ago, I was roommates with Nianya. Nianya is at home with COVID. I've seen this movie before. So question, do you know, is Norway or any of the other teams actually doing PCR tests on the road? Or are they doing just antigen tests? That I don't have confirmation. I've asked, but I haven't got, I haven't got the confirmation with that. Yes. So, but so, Niang, I got a Niang, I got a proper test back here in Lillehammer. So well, that that one you can trust. And yeah, also, also, I ha- you have to admit now we're just speculation. Now yeah. we're on the speculation train. But you have to think that if you're the medical staff in the world we live in now with COVID, let's be honest. Like people are so over COVID. Like they shouldn't be. And I know we all should be like careful with this. Look what's happened to Ivo Niskanen. Right, it's taking a while for him to come back after his early season COVID positive and he's still not firing on all cylinders. I know he had bad skis, blah, blah, blah. But regardless, you got to think Norway's traveling with the PCR. You, you got to think that, I mean, you well, can't send Calvo home with like a shitty antigen test that, you know, the sensitivity is well, brutal with those and, tests. And, yeah. I mean, even more than that, it's like before you get to the point of sending someone home, like you don't like when I, I got COVID uh, over Thanksgiving and like, I didn't show up positive on the antigen test for like two or three days after I started feeling sick. And so like that to me is what I would be most worried about and keeping me most awake at night is like, you know, as you said, like if these folks were testing and testing negative on antigen tests, they could have still been sick and infecting their roommates, et cetera, et cetera. So I, that actually, I feel like uh, for an enterprising Nordic ski journalist, uh, I'd be really curious to know from each of the teams that are on the road, what they're doing. I almost, you know, it, it makes me wonder, uh, like, this is a, this is a dumb and crazy idea, but like, it's almost like if I was racing on the world cup this year, like I would have like tried to go to like a COVID party in like September or something. And, you know, you like, you just get it. And then you've got like a few months of immunity through the winter and then you don't have to worry about it. Cause it just seems like in these environments, it's it, environments, it's so unpredictable. It's so hard to avoid it, like over the course of the entire winter. And I mean, I don't know if you're, if you're Calvo, like trying to come back from that, you've got like six weeks until world championships, right? It's, it's not a lot of time. Um, so this is total disaster area for sure. No, it totally is. And the thing, the one, but you never know how it, how it changes. Again, there's some speculation here, but the worst was like, Shirsty had no symptoms. She felt tired after the race. She didn't have the best rate. I mean, she had a brutal race. Let's just call it what it was. She was fourth, but she lost, she bled time like crazy losing a minute 15 in a race that should have suited her well, but I thought her skis didn't look all that good to be perfectly frank. Um, but she was asymptomatic and now you're sitting there asymptomatic going like what, instead of traveling on to Val de Fiem, I'm getting punted to the airport in Munich and flying back to Trondheim. My heart breaks, my heart breaks for this athlete. I think it is so hard. Uh, it's heart wrenching. And, but like you said, I want to know, I know the Norwegians have been like very strict, still small cohorts, 
eating in very small groups, just your roommate. If you have a roommate, not everyone does. I mean, Claybo is not sharing a room for people at home that are freaking out. Claybo's roommate is no one. So the Norwegian team have splashed some cash around the, the tour de ski to, to kind of keep some of their stars without roommates. But Kruger was a huge star in the Olympic champion. And he's he he's rooming with Niang and now like could be on borrowed time here. The so but they had this strict like COVID protocol that they tried to implement. And you see cracks forming again. I, I agree with you, man. Like when you're traveling from venue to venue and you're a huge team, like who has the biggest support team? Norway. You know, most coaches, most, most waxers, a lot of moving parts. When they go to the hotels, they can't go to small hotels, this sort of thing. I mean, they, they have to house all these people too. They're in contact with a lot of people. You got to think they have a PCR. We got to look into that. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm asked, so we're gonna have to see if I can get to the bottom of that. But my freedom of is, information request. Yeah, exactly. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing I'm questioning: Is the U.S. testing everybody, or is this just Norway going crazy and like being hyper vigilant? And their their strategy is before we move venues, anyone that's positive, we punt them out so we don't bring that to the next venue, to the quote unquote clean venue. And but is Sweden doing this? Is like. Canada's not doing this. They don't have a team doctor with them. So there's no one taking the lead on that. Like there's a lot of teams out there that aren't doing this. And like you said, start grids, finish areas, those shitty tents that FIS provides for athletes to change after the race. Like, man, this, this, uh, this respiratory illness spreads very quickly. And now there's a new variant, the Kraken. I love the names of these things. Like they went from like, they've been going from like, you know, Greek letters and now we're into like the kraken like now we're going to mythology <laughs> like the sea monster is on the loose and what i've read is that it spreads twice as quickly as or twice as easily the transmission is twice that of omicron which was obviously like i think this is just it's, it's kind of like turned into if, if this does go to shit this becomes a parody yeah, and yeah. And this I'm is like, how do we do winter sport? How do we do winter endurance sports anymore? Like when, this when is, I, this is ridiculous. When I get it, I want the Clybo variant that strikes fast <laughs> and yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But then can, can carry your speed out of the corner. So you come, you come back faster and feeling better than ever. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I thought it was like pretty big news. And I, I, I'm really feeling for everyone in the Norwegian camp. And I, I really hope that, that Kruger avoids it. Because I mean, like, the, this is like seeing a horror movie you just saw yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, this is crazy. And then, yeah, no, talking- I remember the, 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 like, um, the, the, the videos that like Kruger put of like, you know, he was locked in his hotel room in Italy riding an exercise bike, just being like, I want to get out. I want to go to China. <laughs> and, and we're not even 12 months, you know, out from that. And, and we're, and we're here again. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, it's, it's just, it's just awful. And I, you know, I've been talking about like the the struggles that Diggins had earlier in this tour and some bad skis, bad bod, well, bodies look bad when your skis are bad. That's fair. We can take that. We've got a lot of emails about that too. But regardless, I've been saying like, oof, those, those, those tough results on top of some tough classic results earlier in period one, I really felt that Diggins is overall world cup bid is done and then all of a sudden i mean like anna Shirsty is definitely someone that was in the hunt for the overall world cup and now you miss three stages of the tour de ski plus the big payday of the point bonanza that is the overall 
she was going to finish in the top five, even if she struggled up, like, even if she like crab walked up the final climb, like she's just had been so stable in this tour de ski. And now her overall bid is done. And it's just like gut wrenching. And like you said, now she has all the insecurities of, of a world championship coming up in, in a short period of time. Luckily it's shown that who knows, like this is extrapolation. It's so individual, of course, but apparently if you have the, a second exposure, a second illness to COVID-19, that it is studies are showing that it is less severe than the first time you've got it. And she has all the vaccines you can possibly imagine. So we ought to just cross our fingers that it, it's uh, a mild, a mild case and that she bounces back quickly. But like you said, for the others that go to world championships after just experiencing this again, this hellhole that is like a team stressed to the nines about this, the pre-camp is another risk factor, not just for Norway, but for all these teams. And I'm so, I can't believe we're talking about this. I yeah, like what, we gotta, we got, I mean, just, just like cabin, cabin and Shisho and everyone gets their meals delivered by, by the Kershaw Stormer Sire family. Uh, I have kids, man. I have kids. You do not want, you do but, not want to get your food delivered by me. No, no, no. You just, you just leave it, like, leave it leave it on the, leave it on the doorstep. You know, you're not, you're, I, you're I'm definitely not sending you into any of these, uh, <laughs> That's good. These comments. but yeah, however, in a hospital. So, so we have, we have three minutes Perfect. left. I was just gonna, well, no, I was going to ask one more question, which was like, uh, y- you know, I think on the spectrum of, um, people who experience anxiety and deep thoughts as an athlete, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but my sense was, you're definitely on the like uh, more sensitive side of things. And I'm just like, can you, can you imagine if you'd been like in this environment, like just, I, I'm just like, yeah, that, could you have handled it? No, of course I couldn't handle it. I'm a neurotic, <laughs> I'm a neurotic ass. Like I, I, it would have been so difficult for me. And then I would have been getting it from all sides because like, the Tao of Lenny would just like not give a shit about this and not even be thinking about it for one second. And then Alex would be his strategy would be like making fun of my, my anxiety to try and kind of live in this reality distortion field. That is like, of course he's not going to get it, but curse for sure. He's probably going to end up in like the hospital guaranteed on a ventilator. And then like just ribbing me with that day after day after day, making my psyche, my already fragile psyche crushed to a thousand pieces. So no, I, I like, I'm, I'm kind of half joking. Like I, this would have been a immense challenge for me. I'm, I overthink things. That was my biggest, I don't have any, you can't have regrets or whatever, but like, like physiologically testing O2, like VO2 max, like technique. And when I'm in good shape, like it was all good, but like I, I overthought things and I wanted it so bad. We touched on it a little bit with Oystein and, and um, that was my Achilles heel. It really was, is letting things go, bad races and things that were out of my control. This is so out of your control, but it's so in your face too. And I would have struggled big time. So I'm glad would, that I, that's done. <laughs> I would say that the, the only the only thing that might be able to outrun the Clibo variant is the Prince of Quebec. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Um, just straight arm it. He just straight arm it and like get back on the phone, like with all this, uh, the Quebec media and just like bask in the glory. That is the Prince. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we did it. We are at, uh, we were at 50, 50 seconds left. We'll give you Perfect. a little, little extra time for your nap before, uh, everyone wakes up and has more tour tomorrow, but, uh, hang in there, dodge, dodge, dodge the Kraken. And, uh, we'll yeah, see everyone, everyone dodge the Kraken and, uh, thanks for following us. We love all the, the emails and the, yeah, it's been great. It's been, uh, as normal. 
some great discussion. So keep it coming, even though we don't get back to people right, right away, but it is, uh, it's fun to follow along and shortest podcast in podcast history, Nat, we did it. So we can yep. do short ones too. Peace. Have yep. a great day. Later.